Amy Ingerbretson here, professional skier, dog mom, cat lover, podcaster, and your host for Warren Miller Entertainment's Long Underwear. In this podcast, we are sitting down with world-class athletes, industry legends, experts, and mountain lovers from all walks of life. Nothing is off limits except for one rule. After introductions, there will be no more mentions of skiing or snowboarding allowed. We are stripping off the layers and getting to know the skiers and riders underneath the gear. Welcome to Long Underwear, presented by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Hey everybody, welcome to Long Underwear. I am Amy, of course your host, and today on the podcast I have, um, oh gosh, how do I even introduce you? I have, you're an Olympian, an X Games gold medalist, legend in snowboarding, um, and seemingly a really cool guy, Danny Davis. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. It's nice to, nice to be in your kitchen. Yeah, we're, we're recording the podcast in my kitchen this year, nice and socially distanced. I disinfected before you came over. Very great. Oh, yeah. I feel oh, yeah. very safe. <laughs> we're doing it. Um, I have to say, your like Wikipedia page is really overwhelming in terms of your like accolades. <laughs> but did you know that you have, there's a wrestler with the same name as you? That's there's like a wrestler. There's a brass musician. There is, a, I believe, a state senator. Uh, Danny Davis is uh, not the... Most unique name. The most unique name. You know, my parents weren't really going too outside the box with that well, one. I but... thought the wrestler was pretty fascinating because apparently he's like kind of a big deal. <laughs> I'm not big on wrestlers, but. You know, I never grew up watching wrestling, but I'll take it. You yeah. know, if people confuse me with a little like Randy, Macho Man, Savage, you know, that kind of thing. That's fine. I'm fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, you are in the film this year in Future Retro with a trip from Antarctica. Like, yes. I feel like it's like the coolest trip in Unreal. the movie. I mean, <laughs> Unreal trip. I just posted something about it the other day and I was just like, it, it, you know, we weren't allowed to post about it for a little while. And now I was just looking back on those photos and deciding which one to throw up. And I was just like, wow, like it's such a dream. It mm -hmm. was like, we went to Ushuaia for, you know, a week and rode there and then got on a boat and sailed. And I mean, I haven't seen the full cut that's in the Warren Miller film, um, but I am I am just, again, it's always just like so random how I end up in these places and on these screens, like uh, giving me the opportunity to be a, uh, in a Warren Miller, Miller film is pretty sick. Yeah, know? so this is your first Warren Miller movie, right? Maybe I was in one some time ago. Burton used to release some footage to them here and there. Oh, and, right, uh, right. But it, it would be a long time ago. Like, I'd be much younger. Yeah. Much younger now than, than I am now, like 10 years ago, maybe. Well, because you've been on the filming game for, like, a long time and out of the contest scene. So you what's know, it? Like, I mean, I think Warren Miller films are kind of, everybody has their own, like, story to them. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> they've. They, I mean, it's just the... Gosh, the the legacy of that whole thing is just like we were just talking how like you'll be on a plane and somebody who knows nothing about snowboarding is just like, oh, you film like like for Warren Miller films? <laughs> no, uh, yeah, yeah, now I do. Yeah, the answer is yes now, which is awesome. Yeah, um, yeah, I cannot wait to see the Antarctica stuff. The yeah, photos look so beautiful, and um, I actually, I Nick, who was also on your trip trip with you, was on the podcast um, recently, and I told him. Todd and I were supposed to go on that trip. No. Yeah, and then we got you surfed for you guys because you're like a pretty big deal. Whoa. <laughs> like Harsh. we were going. <laughs> we're like, actually, Danny and Elena can go, so you're clipped. <laughs> oh no way. I know. And Someday Nick snuck I'll get on, on that it. trip because yep. you know he's just like he. I. 
he's like my access to the mountains. He's my roommate as well. Um, and you know, he's just really gotten me into that side of snowboarding. So I was just like, if we could invite somebody, I was like, yeah, we're, we're yeah. bringing Nick. He's a good, he's a good, uh, he's an asset in the mountains. He's a very big asset in the mountains. Yeah. What was like, what was the standout part for you? Like I kind of got his take on it, but what was standout you know, for you? I mean, really just like the the whole boat side of things. I'm not, I mean, I grew up in Michigan on lakes and like lake fishing and, you know, water skiing and wakeboarding and stuff. But like, I don't know, it's like a 300 foot boat with like, I mean, I've never been on a cruise and this was the closest thing I've ever, will ever have had to a cruise. And uh, but then you're on this cruise and we're snowboarding every day that the weather allows. And I think just the, the, any run was just rad. Cause it, everything went down to the ocean. Like I, I can't think of many lines that didn't end up like right at the water's edge. And it was just like that part of it riding down to the water every time. And then going on to this floating hotel was just like <laughs> the most bizarre thing. But the uh, the three days on a boat was like going out there was just like whoa we're yeah. going deep yeah. I've never been on a boat for three days and not seen land you yeah know? <laughs> that's crazy I mean in all honesty I think that's the part of the trip I'd be like most nervous about everybody was and I don't know if I do better than some on boats it sounded like it from Nick's perspective he Nick told he told me how you were like bit. working <laughs> out like- you know but it went in waves like the, oh my god the gym on that boat was hilarious it was like one of those rowing machines which is classic you're on a boat there's a rowing machine there's one old school bike like with the fan as <laughs> the, the as thing. the wheel and then there was a treadmill but like the boat's moving so like the only thing you really could do and everything's bolted to the floor so it doesn't move and uh the only thing i could i could do in that gym was row but like you know, you went through waves of feeling good and feeling feeling bad, but yeah. I think I did better than than most for sure. Yeah, but it's awesome. manageable. I'd be, yeah. I get back on a long sail trip anytime. Svalbard we went to one time. That's a beauty. Yeah. as well. Another sailing trip. Highly recommend any ski snowboard touring uh, sailing Water trip sailing to anybody. Trip. I've who's never done been- anything sailing i've skied in iceland yeah uh, which is yeah. some water but we we had uh, our friendly friends the uh helicopter man with us oh so. nice that's always a good way to access the mountains i yeah. mean it's uh we get we get really lucky in the situations we get put in absolutely it's pretty rad absolutely that's what, like i love that like how did i get in this situation oh gosh i, <laughs> I feel that way all the time all the time yeah constantly pinching myself and and contests alike you know um you you get to the end of a contest and your result pops up on the screen. And you're just like, holy shit, I beat everybody? Like, really? <laughs> like, are we sure? Should we spin that back? Like, you know, and some of them you're sure of it. And some of them you're like, whoa, second place? Like, hell yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> um, you know, I've, I've, I've never been like a, a real... Uh, consistent contest rider. The, the results always are like, whoa, shit, I landed today. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that just like makes it more fun, right? Like if you're the person that always wins. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. You know, winners, um, it's hard for them to be losers. Losers, uh, when we win once in a while, it feels pretty good. <laughs> I think I that's, that. that's part of it though, you know, I, uh, the, the, the differences that we get put in are pretty, pretty awesome. Top X games to Antarctica to Alaska. Super, super lucky. Yeah. No kidding. Everybody always, I always get asked like, kind of like, what's the best part? And it's like, to me, it's, oh, I get to ski 
places and ways and terrain that like I think that being a professional skier is like my only avenue towards you know like I didn't grow up in a in a life that would lead me to regular heli skiing right um, right <laughs> or, same you know so same. I think that that's it's like that access and and just the places and the people right like because there's yeah. good snow and good lines like everywhere but you get these people and these places and it's so beautiful in the weirdest places too you meet the raddest people and totally. you'll never see them again sometimes it's sometimes the saddest thing like you know, Bolivia, we had this guy who drove us out in this truck to get out in the mountains and into our location. And just the raddest human just brought a smile to my face every time he spoke. And uh, I'll never, I'll probably never see him sure. again. You know, it's so sad. I've but. had some funny times of keeping in touch with those people. Right? Like we had you our guy, it. like our, the guy that was like the, he worked at the lodge we were staying at in Patagonia and he would like drive us around, just help us do anything. His name's Aldo. And like yeah. we, we WhatsApp yeah. and he speaks Spanish. And there so I have go. to like, you know, I can kind of understand, but yeah, I got to use yeah. Google translate and like same thing. Like I have a couple, like this one guide from Switzerland that I actually skied with in this year's Warren Miller film that nice. I've skied with him like five times now. And he like emails me every Christmas and oh, like yeah. he, he's not on social media, but he somehow like stalks me on the internet, like to oh, his yeah. kids or something. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. That's awesome. That's, that's, that's the beauty of our travel schedule mm -hmm. is just the amount of people we get to see. You know, I think about like my family and my brother, like they're, they're where they are and they travel once or twice a year to come to a contest or go on a, a trip, but like, um, I just get to see all these rad people, uh, so many times a year, different people. And it's just like, it's such a treat, you know? Yeah. And, and, and snowboarding has brought me to, to skiing sort of as well, you know, like totally brought me into a world that I would have never, ever been a part of. And, you know, I go riding with Crispin Chetler and, and meet people like yourself and Michelle and just again, great people. It's yeah. so, so, so lucky. I love it. Well, I, I think we'll get to this a little later, but I think that the movie this year is going to be like more of an experience for me than usual because uh, we're not traveling actually. Yeah. So now we get to kind virtually travel with everybody else watching the movie. Like it's like a new um, film experience for me. It's a, it's a different kind of grind. I would imagine, you know, I mean, I feel like we've all been on the zooms and anybody, like, I feel like I can relate more now with the general workforce than, than ever. Right. Um, because everything is just like really internet based and, um, you do have to spend a lot of time on the computer, which I am not a fan of. And I try to keep that limited, but it's just a different grind. I'm sure you're getting used to it too. Yeah. It's a different world. But on that note, we're going to transition to the no S word part of the show. So that means you can't say snowboarding and I can't say skiing. Okay, cool. Or like vice this versa. Fun. I like and this so is like, like a drinking game. Kind of. It's like in King's Cup. Where I you... mean, if it wasn't like the middle of the day, we could make it a drinking game. <laughs> no, <laughs> Usually I like. past noon, but we're, we're you know, it's a little early for us, I think. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, yeah, no so S word. S word, it's out. Got can't it. say it. You, you good? It. Yep. You hear that? That's the sound of a cold Sierra Nevada beer that was delivered right to your door. Learn more at SierraNevada.com. Please drink responsibly. This podcast is made possible by Warren Miller's 71st film, Future Retro, streaming virtually this November. You can't look toward the future without taking a look back at the past. Future Retro will be that connection, past, present, and future. Travel to Antarctica, Montana, Iceland, Switzerland, Alaska, Vermont, and beyond. Join this collective experience, complete with a virtual red carpet, athlete appearances, behind-the-scenes interviews, and vintage throwbacks. 
Tune into Warren Miller's Future Retro from anywhere. Go to warrenmiller.com to learn more. So kind of like, I guess, like piggybacking on what we were just talking about and just this, you know, when we were setting up this podcast, you're like, I'm easy. I'm not going anywhere. I'm like, well, I'm easy. I'm not going anywhere. And so like, you know, other than just like the immense computer time, like what has it been like just being straight up home? Because I know like you just travel constantly. And so, uh, but not now. And so like, I think like for me, I found some like benefits yeah. You know, oh, yeah. and so like what is it how's it been your hometown? It's it's been a trip actually. I've always wondered what will happen when I you know, it's just, whew, knock on wood, but don't have contracts or something, you know, like yeah. will I enjoy being in one place all the time, you know? And I think I've learned I'm a little bit more of a hermit than I've ever known. Like I really <laughs> have been enjoying it. Um, you know, and I get into these routines, which is sweet. When you travel I meet people all over the world who travel and have great routines. They're going to the gym. They got there and they're very good at it. I am not one of those people. When I travel, (laughs) all hell breaks loose and uh, I I, I turn into a little bit of just whatever's happening. I'm there, you know, Um, very in the moment. And so here uh, being home, you know, we live a little bit between Vermont and California. So my fiance, I just got engaged actually, which is super exciting. (laughs) Uh, But we do a little bit of bouncing back and forth. So I had like three or four months in Vermont right at the beginning of all this madness. And that was insane. Like haven't been in a green place for spring in a long time, like hunkered down yeah. and just watching spring happen there was just unreal. Like one day we go from no leaves on the trees to just like, bam. Like, oh my God, everything. And spring green. green is like a different green. When it's first, oh, it's like electric. It's so vibrant. And and then the garden and um, just all the flower beds, everything's just popping off so crazy. And then we we came back here for a few, we've been here for a few months now and I did a little bit of traveling. The switch has kind of started to flip a little bit. Uh, I think people are getting a little more comfortable with asking us to do some traveling. But, um, you know, other than that, I've just been loving it like tons of lake time I've never been home in the summer like this in Tahoe like it is I've always I travel the world and I see amazing places I'm always oh could I live there could I live there could I you know like some of the places in Europe like you know like Switzerland Austria all those valleys that are just like these tiny little villages I'm like whoa this is so rad um but here is just I don't know if it gets any better than here for me you know we got so many lakes, so many, like the reservoirs are rad for getting out on your boat and wake surfing and all the hiking and fishing. And then the snow access yeah. is uh, is the other thing. So it's 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 a really special you spot. You don't have to convince me. I'm like Miss, <laughs> Miss Tahoe, like I know, forever. I, I, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I constantly, like me and my fiance have been like for years been dancing back and forth across the country, you know, traveling for each other. She does way more on the, uh, on the travel than I do coming to see me. But, um, we finally got her stoked on, on Truckee. She's How like you really, do it? you know, we have, cause I'm do I'm in the same situation with, with my boyfriend. <laughs> I think it's a friend base, yeah. you know, um, we have a real strong friend group here yeah. and just again, good people that like, we knew from the East Coast, Nick and Nick Russell and myself went to high school together at Stratton Mountain School. Oh, cool. And then my fiance went there as well. We have another f- couple friends who went to school there. And uh, so we have like kind of a Vermont crew here a little bit, but then 
I moved here in 2007 and uh, I met a bunch of trucky friends who were just kind of going through college and graduating high school. Like we were all pretty young. So then I made a bunch of trucky friends and we just have a really good crew here. Yeah. I think that's part of it. And then just having the time to enjoy all the stuff. Yeah. Like the boating, the like insane hikes into desolation. I've been on like a backpacking kick this oh, summer. We've so been like, we were on a stretch where we were, we were like sleeping outside like three of seven nights a week, like most of summer. It's good for the body. Yeah. I mean, it's the, the ground connection is good. And, and yeah, I think that's a big part of it though. Just having the time to enjoy. And this summer like really got her hyped. Yeah. Like good. we were wake surfing a bunch, camping a bunch. We just went to Jackson Meadows last weekend. Jackson Meadows is my favorite. Oh, I like love it out there. The most beautiful. We used to canoe camp out on the island when I was a little mm. kid because we didn't have like a power boat growing up, but sure. we had a canoe. Um, sure. I was I actually that was one of the things on our like summer to do list was canoe camp out there, and oh. anyway, there's still time. Epic! You yeah. can still pull it. It's yeah. there's way more islands popping up right now because yeah. the reservoir is getting low. Good time for we the were, island. We camping. were wake surfing out there and like seeing some of those and like yeah. Whoa. Well, if you ever need weight on that boat, oh heck yeah, call us. We are. See, we have friends with boats. Oh, you know, and that's always, yeah. See, friends with boats is better than that's the best boat. way to have. I I've thought of getting a boat, but it. The whole winter, the whole like six months of They're like storing store. it and all that yeah. stuff. Yeah, totally. But have friends totally. with boats. Don't own a boat. Well, That's what I. I need to. I gotta. I gotta work on Todd to get him psyched up being out here. I, I, <laughs> I mean, I'm the same friends. way. Like every time I'm in Europe, I'm like, I want to live here. And then yeah. I come back to or New Zealand, Zealand or like oh, yeah. I don't know. I I like Canada. Yeah. Canada is really like oh, my, Pemberton. Yeah, Pemby so or Revy basically are my kind of my fantasy spots. Love but. Um, well, okay. You keep, you keep like pre like reading my mind or All something right. of like what I want to hear. not one of my strong, my, my, you're not a mind reader. I'm not a mind reader. Well, no. uh, maybe my mind is just really easy. Yeah. To okay. Well, we're connecting. <laughs> well, we're I want to hear the proposal story. Oh gosh. It I'm was, so excited. Well, I, <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. I, we've, we've been together for a long, long time. Uh, about 10, 11 years. Holy smokes. So it's been like where everybody in the fam is like, what's, you gotta the, do this what's thing. the deal, man? <laughs> and in my world of travel and just going, 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 it was always like, we're together. We're good. Like this, yeah. we will get married, but like, we're not in a rush. And like, and then it started to be like, we're kind of in a rush now, like 11 years <laughs> in, <laughs> but, uh, I started working on it in December and I, I, she has a, a, I had a jeweler that her family, uh, used. So like, I kind of snuck there. We were there for Christmas. So oh, I kind of nice. like lied and went up to the mountain to like, I forgot my gloves or whatever uh. it was. <laughs> so I gotta go get them. And took me like an hour to go get my gloves up at Stratton. And they were just like, where the hell did you go? Yeah, and like, I just did. like lied out my teeth saying I went to the Burton store and, but started the process then. And then kind of thought I would get to go see this lady again and see things in real because you're sure. spending a lot of money on yeah. these things. Yeah, well, it's a but, but then the pandemic happened and, and I couldn't go see it. So it was just kind of this whole like FaceTime, like here's this diamond and here's this yeah. one. And so finally got it in July and I went and picked it up. We went back to Vermont for a couple of weeks in July and uh, just was like, like how or not in July, I guess we were August, September. And, and so we, uh, I picked it up and I had this thing in my hand and I was like, I gotta get rid of this thing. Like, <laughs> I, I want to give this, like, she's been so rad for so long and 
she's wanted this ring and wanted this like kind of commitment for so long that like, I just need to give this to her. Like, yeah. so the day I got it, I was like, should I just walk in and just like hand it to her? Just like just do this, do get this over with. And, and, uh, and then I was like, nah. So I borrowed a friend's <laughs> boat and it was like three days later, I borrowed a friend's boat. They borrowed another friend's boat and got like a big long 600 lens, went and posted up in another part of the lake. We pulled up and you know, I was so nervous. I couldn't, somehow I'm never nervous. <laughs> I couldn't speak. And uh, it was like, she ended up just like laughing at me pretty much and was like, are you asking me to marry you? Like this, you are struggling with this right now. But we, I only thought it up to a certain point, you know, yeah. like get the boat, get the champagne on the boat, the cheese and crackers and the whole like, <laughs> but, but not let her see it, you know, like. I don't want, and I, you know, her friend was coming to town. Her friend was pregnant and I was like, let's take them out on the boat. And she was like, yeah. And I'm like, but I want to take the boat for like a little cruise. Cause it's my friend's boat. And I just, get it's wavy out it. there. Her friend's yeah. pregnant. I don't want to like get into a situation. So let's just go test the boat out. And she's like, okay, you're acting like super bizarre. And I was <laughs> like, yeah, no, I just want to go rip the boat, you know? And so we get out there and it's freezing. Like the wind's oh, cranking <laughs> and I'm just like, oh damn, this isn't going my way. And, uh, and then I'm like, well, should we swim? And she's like, no, it's so cold Super out. Like, why the hell would we swim? Like, I'm like, well, and I'm like, well, shoot, why are we out here then? Like, she was like, let's just turn Like, cool. You could, you did it. You made it yeah. out here. Let's go back and get my friend and take her for a ride. Yeah. And I was just like struggling to set the scene. And those guys were like shooting photos and texting me, like, get her to the front of the boat. It's got to be on the bow of the boat. And I'm just like, oh, man, how am I going to? So then she's just like on her phone, sitting at the helm, just like cruising through Instagram or whatever. I'm like, damn, OK, how am I going to do this? But uh, it was it was rad. And she uh, she's just been such a such a soldier in uh, in just following around the world and allowing us to just have a really unique relationship. You know, there was times when it was just like, are we doing like is this working like yeah. we're battling uh and and so i just really owe it all to her to make him make so it she work. was psyched though oh she's so hyped yeah, <laughs> yeah she's like so fired up and then we had a couple trips with our families and stuff lined up after that so it was kind of perfect time we got to see our families and stuff and celebrate well, congratulations thank you thank happy you. for you happy yeah. i can let's just let's just leave it at i can relate all maybe. right <laughs> Shoot! Well, yeah. Todd catches a lot of uh, a lot of grief on this podcast. So yeah, we'll just yeah. slide that. One. How many years have you guys been together? Seven. Oh my god! We're gosh, going on yeah, seven. Like is, six and a half. Clock is ticking. Yeah, yeah. And we, the, you know going. the baby clock ticks for the ladies, and if you're into that, and um, my fiance Haley is definitely wants to have kids eventually. So it's it's I I get it. I, yeah. I know I'm in this part of my life, and I can't. You know, I live like Peter Pan or something like that. You know, people, we always joke about that, like, our house is like the Lost Boys, you know, yeah. like Nick Russell and myself and uh, Chris Emmington, uh, Easy Giant. Uh, he's a musician, but we just all, like, live in this, like, never grow up world. And yeah. uh, sometimes it's time to grow up a little bit. Growing up isn't always bad. Just a little. No, no, no. Just, just a little. Bad. Like, just you, a little. You, it's not bad. It's not bad. I think it's hard. Like all of our friends that have kids are kind of like the the heaviest phase, right? Like the zero to five phase where it's just pretty intensive and yeah. life is pretty different. And like life is different. It, yeah. yeah. I think and it's like intimidating to see, you yeah. know, but um, 
it's it's scary to sign up for, but everybody I talk to is just like it is the best. Yeah, and I know it 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 will be, and I would I'd love to experience that for sure. sure. Yeah, sure. I'm in the same boat. Well, I'm glad it all worked out. Yeah, it scares me that the <laughs> That's whole thing. Exciting. <laughs> um, okay. Um, gosh, I have like really bizarre things I wanted to ask you about. But, all right. Um, the, I guess. Do you still run a music festival? <laughs> Gosh, so funny you bring this up. Uh, we we took a break a year ago, okay. basically because we, uh, me and my friend Jack Matrani started a music festival. Actually, Nick Russell named it. Um, he was like, yo, because we always talked about having a music festival and we had this company called Friends. Yeah. And it was no I in Friends. So we took the eye out and. Anyway, so he was like, you got to have the friendly gathering. So then we did two in Mammoth. We did like seven or eight in Vermont. We ended up finding like a really cool property in Vermont that our friend's dad owned. And he would just let us go nuts and build stages and, you know, really clear out the woods for camping. And it was really fun. And it was all passion. We poured money into it. We did not make money. (laughs) Um, We were horrible budgeters. And... uh, and and it, it just kind of got to a point where we just weren't making money. It was really hard to, to survive. And with this pandemic well, stuff, like I feel yeah. super lucky to not have been trying to do a music festival because you would have blown a lot of money right. uh, just in what you you got to pay people. So um, we haven't done one in two years, but there has been talks of like getting something going when things get back to normal. Well, I think that when things change yeah that's what people are gonna be like oh, yeah. dying for oh, yeah and that's like honestly like i'd like kill to go to a music yeah, festival right? right now and like two years ago i would have been like oh and we, we hey, i'm too tired yeah. like <laughs> we loved you know we loved throwing them and like the, creating this vibe that was just all types of music you know mm-hmm. bluegrass and jam bands and electronic and rock and roll and you know, we had some really awesome acts. We had Devil Makes Three and Charles Bradley. And, oh, wow. Um, you know, we had Beats Antique one year, Deer Tick. We had so many great, great bands. Um, and it was really fun, and we miss it. And actually this year was, like, the first year me and Jack were like, hey, should we, like, think about doing something again? Well, it'll be per- it'll, the it'll, scene will be ripe for the Friendly Gathering to come yeah, back. Yeah, it'll be ripe, you know, time to make some money maybe. It's, like, something. a big thing to, like, bite off, I feel like. I mean – it's like a lot of it's, uh, it's just you know what it is is the like we all love to party like it is a good time to go to a music festival and stay up late and have a blast and see music till you just can't keep your eyes open anymore but some people go too far and it gets scary yeah. um, it is a big thing to sign up for and you 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 see a lot of that and and we got to a point too where we were like ah we felt like we were promoting that a bit. Mm-hmm. And if we do a music festival again, I'd love to just have a little bit more to do outside of just sending it and seeing music. Yeah. Like lots more. We always had skating and and yoga classes and things like that that all all the festivals have. But maybe some mountain biking yeah. and like a running race or something to just. Have kinda, you heard of the Lost Sierra Hoedown? Yeah, love some, that. Yeah. some of our friends. I've never been able to go because it's always the same weekend uh, as the that's as another, the TDR that, premiere. But it's kind of similar to how ours was. Really yeah. small, maybe four thousand people, but. But they promoted, like, hiking and biking and, like, you know, no single-use plastic and, like, it was... Oh, yeah. And it was... It really woke me up to just, like, trash, actually, in general and just what... And, you know, that was a big part of the music festival, too, is just creating 
so much trash over three days and we would deal with it and we would see it and we would separate it, you know, um, we had compost, uh, at the music festival that really kind of just taught me how to like manage a small little city for three days and like how much <laughs> just, you know, we are monsters a little sure. bit. We just create so much sure. trash, uh, to have a good time. So, um, it, it, you know, there's definitely ways I would do it different now. And, and there's some great ones out there. So I'm, we're just always like, if, if the opportunity arises again for us not to blow our own money on it, uh, we'll be back in it for yeah, sure. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, it's still just like a cool thing to have done. It was rad. Yeah. It was so fun. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, I guess the other thing I wanted to ask you about is um, like – I feel like you're a very like positive, optimistic person and that's like the vibe you put out. And obviously like right now in this world, but then also compared, like combined with all the work you've been doing for POW and we've gotten to know each other through doing that, like you have had some mad hate come your way, <laughs> like crazy hate and like also a lot of trolls. And so I kind of want to like get your take on A, just like the hate and like what you do with it and how you kind of divert, but then also like I want to talk trolls with you a little bit, yeah, like they, troll conspiracy a little bit. They're out there. <laughs> you know, I think Jer, well, Pow was always rad because they just like would supply me info, you know, mm -hmm. and I could do what I want with it. And then as I got to be better friends with Jer, I wanted to be more involved. He was hoping I'd like to be more involved. Started just like now ask people to sort of engage with what I'm posting about, you know, not only like, here's what I think, or mm -hmm. here's some zero carbon emission stuff, or, you know, some, some advocacy on that, some, some lobbying on this, go to join them for stuff. But now I'm kind of like sending a little bit more of a message out, like, here's what I'm doing. What are you doing? Do this to get involved in some way, like whatever. And so it's just come to a new level. And Jer, from the moment that that started to happen more. I'd, I'd always hear from him about, you know, people just going off in the comments and how do you, you know, and he would just always be like, you just take it with a, you know, yeah. man, you, <laughs> uh, you let your followers answer too, you know? And like, that's honestly, a really good Jeremy Jones impression, you, by the way. <laughs> you have, you have, you know, I've got a decent amount of followers and I have so you know, you talk about the hate, but like the love, like I have people who just fight for me. They're just like, see somebody post something and they're like, call that person out. And then this whole thread of them arguing. And like, honestly, like there's so many people who follow me who are rad that like shake it out. You know, yeah. it doesn't feel too heavy one way, but there's a lot of trolls out there and it's really hard to tell what's bots, what's not, what's an actual human that you could actually have a conversation with and like a direct message and actually come to a respectful agreement in some way or another, maybe disagreement even, you know, uh, it's hard to tell. And it's hard it to tell who to engage with because, you know, I'm not trying to change anybody's mind. I, I think it's just more that um, trying to share with the things that we care about. And if turns out you probably care about this too and you might not know it you're just so lost in your own news we pick our news so um so easily now you know there's just like you want you want just videos of people cute. getting hurt on your phone or yeah. what kind of news do you want and so if i'm the kind of news people want like i i'm hoping that i'm just helping extend that and show people that you know we we can 
you know, have a say in how our government runs and starts at a local level and ends, you know, up at the top. And there's things that are corrupt and there's things that are wrong, but there is a system and we get to use it. And that they don't have that all over the world. Mm-hmm. But the trolls, I just kind of ignore it in a way. I mean, I talk to some. Yeah. But really, like the the commenters just handle it. They in handle a way, it, for you know. Yeah. And uh, but I don't know. What about you? I, I'm sure you get some. You're very vocal about yeah who you're voting for and all that stuff. And it's really, I mean, do you care? Like, I just don't care. It's so funny because really. like sometimes I don't care. Like, but then sometimes like I think it's impossible not to care because sometimes um, yeah. people say really personal oh, mean yeah. things. Um, yeah. And I think that people forget that, like, you're just – I'm just a human being on the other side of my phone. Like, I don't have some team doing my stuff. Like, it's just me. Yeah. Um, but I've on a couple occasions when I've been able to deduce that the troll is a real person. Yeah. Because that's not always the case. Yeah. Um, I've DM'd them and said, yo, call me. And yeah. I've had some phone calls with no some way. trolls. I've mm-hmm. never given out the number. That's Which cool. is just like, to me, it's like I'm kind of, I think I'm just like a little stubborn about it. And I wish I could let it lie a little bit more. But then yeah. sometimes I just like can't. Oh, and it's <laughs> Which totally I think is like your, a weird strategy. It's a bit bold for sure. I'm not totally sure if I like. your vibe that day too. Are you snap? You know, like. Yeah. You get yeah. Your, what, like what some days I'm just like, you in? know what? Like. <laughs> yeah. No. Like yeah. I'm messaging this person, yeah. you know. And. Sometimes you have some good conversations. Sometimes it is going nowhere. All of my phone conversations I've had have arrived at like we basically want the same things. Like I think what you find is like a lot of times like politics or things like that are one thing. But values, like if you talk about values, I mean there's – Human rights. Yeah. People want to feel safe. People want to, you know, protect the things they care about. Yeah. And everybody's got different stuff. I mean, you know, like – for me, the the mental health care stuff, you know, is is really important. I have a line of that in my family. And, like, you know, and people have their things that, like, because it's right in front of them every day, they are passionate about. So when I'm talking about the planet and I'm in the mountains every day and I'm seeing wildfires and, you know, we're constantly got smoke in our air, uh, seems more now than ever, Um that's right in front of me. So these are the things I care. Not everybody's spending time like that out in the mountains or in the, in the, in, in the wild, just like we are seeing the animals living their life. And, and, uh, so, you know, it, hopefully sometimes I'm having that conversation of like, I think you do care. It's just not right in front of you. Like it is for me all the time. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, like I said, POW is just like a rad little info source. And when you're getting that all the time, you can't help but care more and more. I used to not really care. As a younger kid, I was just snowboarding. and. For me, I've oh. always cared, but I've that's always right. been. Yeah, that's one. That's good, though. That's We've made one. it far without that. Okay, any. cool. <laughs> I was just doing my thing yeah. as a kid and never caring. And, and it just wasn't in front of me yet, you know. And I, I think it's just a bit more I surround myself a bit with it now. Well, I've always cared, but I've always been, like, scared to put it out there publicly. And I think, like, mm-hmm. that's kind of the shift because I think I, – I get it a lot. I'm sure you do too. Is like, you know, as a professional athlete, do you feel obligated to be an advocate? And, like, my mm-hmm. answer to that is is no. Yeah. I feel obligated as a member of humanity. And my mm-hmm. professional career gives me a platform to talk about it. But it's more just, like, for me more than anything, it's about sharing, like – that, that it's okay to get involved and you don't have to know a bunch of stuff and you don't have to be perfect. You don't yeah. have to be a politician or, or even political to like 
kind of activate in the system. And that's like been a huge shift for me, like over the last absolutely year or so is just like finding that, that confidence and getting over the hypocrisy factor of it. Oh, yeah. And like, I think like that's where, you know, I see all of us that are kind of chomping this off with, yeah. with POW and, and just part of our, like, it's, it's like a culture shift, right? It's like, yeah. and it's not because we're pro athletes. It's because we're, we're part we're of humanity. Humans, you you know? know, I mean, it's, like you said, you're there's a human on the other side of this phone. Sometimes you know you're thinking that, and like it, we're we're you know uh, the a lot of people tell me when I post about stuff like, hey, stick to switch methods yeah. or stick to the riding or whatever. We don't want to see this, but like this is my personal platform. I'll do what I want with it. Like if you get to post about a thousand cars, uh, you know, <laughs> like some detailing company you have and you get to like, that's your thing. I'm not telling you, you can't post about anything else than yeah. that. Like this is my platform. I'm a human. Yes. Uh, I, I do what I do for a living and, and, but this is the way I feel. And if you care to unfollow me because of that, like, please go for it. Yeah. And I'll keep putting the, the riding footage out and all that, but this is my platform. I, I, you know, and I've definitely hit that point too, where I'm not afraid to, to talk about it and say what I feel on my platform. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard, but it is, it's, it's important. It's, it, it is and it isn't, you know, because it's just like, there's so many positive things that people say too for all the negative and, uh, you know, I think always, I get more it's the yin I, and the yang, right? I, I and I, I think like that's something I could be better about in my whole life and whole, whole <laughs> experience, right? Is like seeing that there's a lot more positive going on the negative because I'm always like zap right to the negative like a fly, you know. And yeah. it's sometimes it's that way with the online trolls too. It's, it's hard right now. There's a lot of negative. Like I will talk to Todd about it, and I'll be like, oh, this guy like called me a nasty name again, you know, whatever. And he's like, yeah, Amy, but how many people asked you to marry them on Instagram today? And I'm like, okay, touche, touche. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of love coming our way. Yeah. This, despite the trolls, uh, it's, it's, it is tricky waters to navigate though. Sure. It is. Sure. All right. Well, we're kind of, we're, we're running through our time quickly, of course. But so every episode of my podcast, play a game called two highs and a low. So I want you to tell me two highs and one low of the last year of your life outside of your world of the S word. Oh gosh. Um, I mean, I feel like I know one One high, high <laughs> is, uh, one high is just really realizing I don't mind not traveling. I mean, I, yeah. if, if everything, uh, comes to an end tomorrow, I, you know, with, with what I do for a living, it's just like, I'll be okay. You know, I think that was a really, what a relief, what a relief, yeah. you know, like <laughs> I can live and just hang out and not travel and be in one place. And it's, and it's fun. I get to spend more time with my friends and stuff. So it's, it's really rad. Um, that's been one high, just, just really hunkering down and being in one place. I never get to, uh, another high would be definitely getting engaged and stick taking that next step even though gosh we're just the same old couple uh, <laughs> you know uh, and, but it's great I love it um one low um gosh you know I just the divide uh between even just like the political divide is just crazy yeah. I see it between my friends people who support this and who support that and it yeah. just it's um it almost stuff you don't want to talk about at dinner or something because you just don't want to ruin dinner. And just that, that divide anyway, is just kind of just, it's, it's not, it's not just a political stance anymore. It's like this thing where like people can't even hang out with people because of their political stance. And uh, uh, that just, 
crushes me because I have people who I'm friends with all over the spectrum and they're great people. They really are. I know they are. And you just see it where we end up battling with some friends and stuff. So I just, that's the one low. Yeah. I should have started with the low because now we're ending on the low. Oh, no, we're not going to end on the low. We're going (laughs) to, I I sent you, I asked you to come with like a story of some sort. Did you have a, I mean, we. Usually, like you've told me some good stories already. Yeah, but you got you, some good you stories. Got a, you got a story you want to give us? Well, uh, you know, um, gosh, what are you looking for? You want like a... Um, Just as long as it's not about the S word. I don't okay. care what it is. Well, you know, I got this camper. Uh, it's so uh, funny. I was going to ask you about I, this camper. I got this camper, and it's been really fun. It's Is it a green, the, uni- the Unimog? It's the green machine. It's not a Unimog. It's a. It's actually a G-Class Mercedes. Everyone's always like, is that a Unimog? And I'm like, <laughs> no, it's not as tough as that. But it's an old military ambulance. It's a 1979 G-Class Mercedes. Um, so it's like a long wheelbase, and it's been just the raddest thing to have and I've always talked about everybody's always like getting their sprinter vans and all that, you know, and they're running just tip top shape. They can go <laughs> the speed of, you know, the speed limit all the time. And I used to be like, yeah, I just roll slow. I don't have anywhere to go fast. But recently I was driving back from Jackson Hole. I was actually driving back from Salt Lake City. I did a little Jackson Hole, Salt Lake City roundabout, went and saw my folks in Salt Lake. And I was driving back and it was 105 degrees. There was fires going on in California. The smoke was insane. There's no AC. The gearbox is right in between you and the passenger. It's really hot. And uh, I ended up just, I am shirtless. I've got windows (laughs) down. You got to ride with the headphones on in this vehicle because it's just psycho. And it's psycho loud. So the only way you can listen to music is with some headphones on. And I, I got, then I just went camping with my buddy. I'm refilling my coolant every day. Like the truck is starting to fail on me. And I went camping with my buddy the other day. He got a brand new, beautiful Sprinter van, some Winnebago version, and it is so sick. And I'm just <laughs> like, wow, look at that guy. Look at that beautiful van just chugging up that hill, not even, see, you know, and I'm just back there going 25 miles an hour <laughs> up the pass, just like, ah, oh. and, uh, you know, but then, you, you know, we, we went camping this weekend and the thing runs slow as hell and we just enjoy it. And it's always a reminder, like, we don't always got to move super fast and I'll be sweating it out in there all the time, you know, <laughs> but it was a good reminder this weekend of like, just like, just slow down a little bit, you yeah. know, and uh, don't always need the the speed or the highest end. And even though I'm sweating my balls off in this thing. <laughs> Uh, it's a treat to camp in, and uh, I just I, I got really mad though uh, on the way back from from Salt Lake, and just had a little fit, and I was sweating, and the thing's guzzling coolant like crazy, and uh, I'm going 35 miles an hour on I-80 up like any grade. The trucks are blowing past me, and, <laughs> and then I went camping this weekend, and I was like, I, I love this thing. You, you and know? the green machine and made up. A little more slowed slowed down version. I wasn't driving far in it. And, but it's a good reminder to just, uh, yeah. I mean, all this, all this travel break from, all this break from travel has just been, been rad. And riding in the Mercedes this weekend, I was sweating again. It was smoky <laughs> as hell, but I was loving it. And uh, I gotta just remind myself to uh, slow down sometimes. I have to tell you, I'm like 
honestly kind of creeped out because like I kind of write some things down, like some ideas I want to talk about. And then I like see how the conversation goes. And you're, I thought it was Unimog, was on my list and we just didn't get there. And so now I'm just like creeped out. I just had such a good weekend in it. That was the first thing that came to mind. I'm like, a oh, quick story, not about snow. I love it. Surfing. That's, but it's funny. Well, I, I, it's hard for me page. to not talk about what, I, you know, like I, that. Well, that's why know, that's the point of this podcast, life. right? I love like that that's, we got into some, that's, some, uh, some it's, stuff. I talk about skiing way too much and it's a too. challenge to not talk about it, but I know that so many people that I meet in this world are so multifaceted. And so that was the whole point of coming up with this whole idea. It was well, just to, the, the challenge of it, right? Cause for, for some underwear. people, it's actually really hard. I really like the name. I like what we, you're doing. We strip off the layers and we get to know the, the human being under Thanks. the uh, athlete. I like it. We're not like actually it. wearing long underwear right now. <laughs> <laughs> would be, sometimes. Sometimes we're, we are. Well, hopefully, uh, yeah, maybe we'll be on the road in some beautiful location sometime. Yeah, shredding together. follow up. Yeah, that would be rad. Well, or hopefully we'll just be in the mountains together in Tahoe this winter, oh, I think is how it's going to shake I'm out. I'm for it. La that's, Nina. That's, Nina, however it. it shakes out, we got beautiful mountains right here. So I think that's the, the attitude that a lot of people have. But uh, Danny, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you. For people to kind of keep up with you and keep following, where do they find you? Um, you find me, go to a contest maybe, or find me in the mountains. We get around, Revelstoke. Or Instagram Whistler. maybe. Oh, yeah, if you want to follow <laughs> up on some social. Um, I'm traveling, at Traveling Dan is yeah. uh a lot of people think it's travel indian and uh huh. it's that's i mean you know, i get it's it it's just a misreading it's travel and dan no g on the traveling um and uh yeah yeah stay stay tuned we've got the warren miller films coming out so i hope everyone enjoys that burton's making a movie this year so go check that out and yeah if not on the uh social catch yeah. me in the mountains well again we'll be we'll be in our home mountains and we'll be traveling the world virtually together I'm excited to see Antarctica and future retro. And yeah, just thank you. Thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And thank you guys all for listening. This is Long Underwear. We will catch you next time. Of course, if you want to keep following me, I'm at Amy Ski. Hit me with your questions, comments, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, we'll see you next time on Long Underwear. Skiing and riding is wrapped up in memories. Memories that inspire me to push myself, like skiing the Palisades with my dad for the first time at age six. And memories that have taught me how to overcome fear and learn from past mistakes, like getting buried in an avalanche in Utah. Do you have a mountain memory that sticks with you? Well, we want to hear it. The good, the bad, the hilarious, the regretful, and the impactful. Leave us a voice message at 970-510-0451 and share your memories with us. We will be airing a memories episode at the end of the season with all your incredible voices. Please keep in mind that voice memos with poor sound quality, language, or over one minute in length will not be considered. Feel free to share your name and where you're from or leave it anonymous. Go ahead, drop us a line. Hi, I'm meteorologist Joel Gratz with Open Snow. Finding the best snow takes local knowledge, which is why our team of local forecasters write a daily snow commentary focusing on Tahoe, Utah, Colorado, Wyoming, Montana, the Northwest, and the Northeast. Go to opensnow.com or download the OpenSnow app for iPhone or Android, search for and then favorite your local daily snow, and read it each morning to always know where and when to find the best powder. This podcast is a Warren Miller Entertainment production and is presented by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Long Underwear was produced by me, Amy Inkerbrestin, as well as Jesse Hackett and Jessica McGee from the Warren Miller Entertainment team.